And we're back, everybody. Welcome, Power Nappers all across the nation. This is Power Nap Nation coming to you live. Mr. Andre Gordon is coming to you from Salt Lake City. And, well, that's uh, what I was going to say from across the nation, but do you notice anything different about my set today? Yeah, you are you have a pillow. You have like a real, like, that looks like a comfy pillow. <laughs> I'm so comfortable. This particular episode, my segment, is brought to you by Hilton, home to home suites. I'm in their comfortable bed. I'm in Salt Lake City, Utah. And I'm going to send this episode to their manager of the uh, marketing department because this bed is great. <laughs> All right. Well, it's a good thing you're comfortable. That is important part of the show. Uh, for those who haven't seen us on YouTube, this is what we do we are lying down that is we are in a power nap session power nap position so what is going on dre this week um preseason basketball started we have the miami heat can i just say just to kick this off like i know i've said this before but i am very excited Uh, miami heat is looking spectacular i am very excited this is the dark horse. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that they will be a top three seed in the East. If they're healthy. If they're healthy, no reason why they're not. Wow. Okay. Um, I'm going to be the opposite of you <laughs> because like a bad ex-girlfriend, they've broken my heart too many times. <laughs> And I just, I'm, I just can't do it yet. I, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I need some time. And it's not them. It's me. And every year, every single year, Nick, every year, I faithfully go to the Miami Arena, whatever it's called now. Every year, you and I talk. Every year, I wear my jersey. Sometimes it's my Shaquille O'Neal jersey. Sometimes it's my Udonis Aslam jersey. Okay. And I think this is the year. Listen, I, I, I understand where you are coming from, um, but uh, you'll be happy to know that this year emphatically will be different. The other ones, you know, we're heat lifers, so we're going to go through. We know these guys are hard-nosed. We know we can potentially make the playoffs. But I am telling you, there are so many good things happening right now. Uh, as far as the rookies, we got none and Hero. Hero is automatic. Hero's like Clay Thompson 2.0, okay? In the making. And he's only 19, okay? It's only it's preseason, though, guys. We got it. We got it. You know, let's see he, what happens when no, it's a real deal. He was in the summer league, too. He's automatic. He's automatic splash. But he you doesn't can have play in bro- the summer league. He doesn't have a brother yet. He's just an only child. <laughs> only child splash. <laughs> Well, when James Johnson comes back, what about him? He's suspended for being out of shape. Yeah, they kicked him off, but we he can shoot. That could be his brother. He could, sh- but he's kind of a, a good, really good playmaker when he's in shape too. Like he can drive and do like really fancy stuff too. Um, but Dion Waiters, spectacular. Jimmy Butler looks like he's ready to tear down the world. Bam Adebayo, even these uh, the new center we got, Leonard. Leonard's looking good. Everybody's focused. I'm telling you, I've been watching these games. They're half the team didn't even show up to Charlotte and they still won by like 30. 
The, the, yeah. the main starters aren't even showing up, and we're still kicking butt. Everybody wants to prove themselves. Everybody wants to be a part of this team, which is good. I'm going to tell you, though, though Nick, um, so my daughter plays on a uh, third-grade basketball team. She's the only girl. I like to remind everyone. And they could beat Charlotte. <laughs> it's true, but they beat the Spurs by 32. I mean, they're – I okay. You know what? You're right. Let's just wait and see. But I'm telling Let's you. Let's wait. I've said it right here. Miami Heat, a top three seed coming out of the East in 2020. This next year. Listen, we, we've gone on a few dates, okay? It's preseason and summer league. We had our first date, which was really informal. We had our second and third date, maybe some ice cream, maybe not a movie and a dinner. You know, when the regular season starts, we're going to go to a nice dinner, maybe go see a show. You know, and then once we get like a quarter into the season, that's when we go to the concert. That's when we go to the park and walk along the beach. I mean, this is what we're really going to find out. I'm not right now. You know, we're just going to text and and we're going to, you know, my heart is broken. Last year we did. We haven't made the playoffs. We haven't made the the playoffs in two years at least. No, I think we were in the playoffs the year before. No. No, we missed it yeah. by half a game. No, that was the year year before. There was one we did, and we went out the first round, I think. Um, but oh yeah, have That's you seen right. this guy Silva? No. Okay, let me tell you, this young guy looks like and feels, and you watch him, and it's like, is that Udonis Haslam? He's a young UD in the making. Even the way he composes himself, I saw some guy doing like a hard foul, like he just like. He's not one that's like gonna start stuff. Like you know, he's just professional, solid dude. Look out for Silva, guys. Okay, so Silva could be the guy. We have Butler. The Heat are looking good. I've said that they're like a bad ex-girlfriend. I want to jump right into this next question. I want to see what you think, and you tell me. Give me your opinion. Give me straight up. Power nappers always keep it real, right? Do you think that ex-girlfriends and ex-boyfriends should still be friends? Like right now, should you still be friends with your ex? Or is it appropriate or inappropriate? That's a good question. With my experience and my situation, I would say no on both ends of the floor. <laughs> All exes. Are, so there are no exes really that are appropriate for you to be friends with? Uh, no. Just like they weren't appropriate to be at the wedding either. I'm against it. Are you with it? It's an interesting question, and I'm glad we're talking about it. You know, I think... If we're talking like a a seventh grade girlfriend, if you were under 18, then I would say yes, maybe. But college and and above, no. College and above, there's... Ain't nobody got time for that. (laughs) I, I think I'm on the same page with you here. I think I am. There, there are a couple girls that I have dated and had long relationships with, and we're both married to other people, of course. We both have our own families. And actually, one of them's a, a customer of mine in my business. And uh, I feel like I'm helping her family and, and her, you know, by offering them products that, that, that can help them. Uh, we're, we're very civil. We don't hang out. We don't like talk all the time but i would say rather than be adversarial it's best to just not put yourself in any situation that could be misconstrued right so i think to answer your question if you're with someone else already i don't see what 
the upside is. There's more downside than upside. I also think all relationships are unique and everyone has their own set of rules. And if both parties are okay with it, and if both parties don't mind, then who am I to make the rule for another couple? I think in our, and my wife and I particular situation, I mean, a lot of my, most of my friends are female. Uh, I'm not going to say I've dated them all, but uh, yeah, it would be weird, I guess, if she was friends with her ex, which is why I'm not. And I noticed once I got married or once some of my exes got married, like there was unfriending action on Facebook. Like they unfriended me like immediately and I was fine with it. I'm like, okay, or, you know, whatever. I didn't think, however, to unfriend them. It just, they just weren't in my thoughts, but something on their end caused them to disconnect from me. And maybe it's the husband that was like, no, no. You know, you have that talk about exes and like, maybe I was that talk for a few of them and they were like, nope, goodbye. Because once they got married, I was out. And I was, but that was fine. I was actually, you know, you meant something to somebody when you're kicked out like that. But when you're married, you focus on who you're with. And I, I don't really know if there's a need for it. I guess it also depends how you ended things. I, I wouldn't even want to um, right. get close with uh, my ex. Now, what if one of these exes came and said, listen, seeing what you guys are doing as far as your team culture with your online business, I love it. I want to be a part of it. And they're, they're married to other people. We're just really interested in changing our lifestyle. Can we join you? A. And if it's not A, B, can we become involved in just consuming a product and, and buy directly from you. How do you respond? <laughs> Part of the beauty of our business model is that you get to choose who you work with, which you don't get to do that in the regular workforce. So to be able to choose and to deliberately choose that person, I would vote no against that. Both ends of the floor again, my side, her side, I would say no. As far as just customer, that's okay. Again, I'd have to agree with you. I think introducing, because, you know, our, our team, we're close. Yeah. And there's a lot of people on the team, and we're all still close. And I think that's a product of drafting well, just like the, you know, like the Heat do. Right. And if you draft poorly or bring in one bad free agent, look at Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown, the football player, was a star receiver for the Steelers. Complained, got himself you know, dismissed from the team. He was an all-star. Then went to Oakland, didn't like it there. Complained, intentionally froze his feet off. Complained about his helmet, got kicked off that team. Then went to the Patriots, the best organization in all of sports right now. And then got kicked off that team. Some people aren't worth disrupting the team chemistry. And that's why the Patriots let him go. They didn't want to disrupt the team chemistry. And I think long term, when people like that can come into your business or your organization, it's not worth a short penny to lose the big dollar. Absolutely. So right. I'm with you. Because we also, not only do we have team calls we're in constant communication. We also do trips together. It's like, no, 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 no. Absolutely not. This is like the quintessential family business. It is a family business, but you create and build your family, you know, yeah. of friends that you are working with together. So, 
No. Okay. Well, speaking of short penny, big dollar, here's something that I was looking at. And you and I have been up and down the road on this. We've lived this being in debt and getting out of debt. What is your thought on if you're in debt right now, but you also have a lot of liquid cash, would you say it's more important to get out of debt at all costs or more important to have money on hand and save? I think you know the answer to this one. 100% out of debt. And I'll tell you why. I, I'll tell you a story. So you know this story. So there was a point where I was in L.A. Actually, I had been there for quite a bit, and I fell into a little hole, uh, quite a big hole, and that was not fun, and that was, you know, scary, but I still had a lot of faith that I was working towards something and that I knew there was going to be this delayed gratification, with, you know, from income and from just personal satisfaction of doing what I want to do, right? So the, it was an investment, but I didn't necessarily have that except for the credit card. But the credit card companies are, they're terrible, man. I was struggling so hard and I didn't even understand it either. I think that's a big thing. At the beginning, yeah. you don't even understand what you got yourself into. And most people still don't. Like they could take years and don't really understand that, these minimum payments is just like a life sentence of hell. <laughs> you know, you can't do minimum payments and you'll never be out. And actually everything will start to increase. And you'll be like, I've been making a payment every, every single time. And no. So my story is I, this was actually, you know, my, my sister's the one who really ingrained it for me. She pulled me out of a place when I was really struggling. Um, my brother helped a little bit too. I got a little help from family uh, who just told me, you can't let this ever, ever happen again. And I took that to heart. I made sure I was never again in debt. So I got out of debt um, immediately. And then I was clear thinking. I was disciplined like that. And that actually helped me get over the hump. And I started, that, that's when my career started really taking off. And there's nothing greater than to be able to pay back your family in full, like hand a full amount check for what they did for you and just be like, thank you, bam. And ever since then, I didn't get into debt um, until I did a move here. Again, I am investing in a new life, in a new lifestyle. I want my kids to have a better lifestyle, be closer to family. So this was a big change. I changed, you know, careers, different kind of income streams. So that process took a little debt, but as soon as I could, as soon as you get that liquid, boom, out. I do feel money on a certain extent is just energy that's just flowing in and out. And sometimes you could be in a hole, but you got to get yourself out. And as soon as you have an opening to make big payments, Make them and get them out. How about you? I see. Okay. I think, well, number one, can you make a distinction for our listeners just to tell them when you said to get out of debt immediately, if I recall, it wasn't immediate from the sense of like the next day, like you worked your behind off, like you worked your tail off, you put your nose to the grindstone to get out of debt. So some people that are listening, our listeners are 15 listeners, may think, oh, you know, I, well, I can't get out of debt immediately. 
But can you just elaborate a little bit on, on the time and the focus and the discipline that you took to make that happen? Well, okay. Yeah. That, I think the first thing is awareness, right? So sometimes um, people try to ignore, just put it under the rug, thinking that it's going to go away, you know, and you and feel like everything's going to be all nice, good, and dandy. So the awareness and the a little bit of anxiety that comes with it can actually be a good thing to get you just focused and productive. Another thing is to have a solid friend like you. You know, the, yeah, I could confide in you. You know, some things you don't necessarily want to uh, confide certain things with maybe your spouse, but you could confide in, you know, a friend who can help you, you know, be positive and keep your, you know, head on straight that you're doing the things and it's only a matter of time that things are going to turn around. So if you put in the work, um, it took me, uh, I was, I was there in a couple, a couple months. So I knew it was in a place where, Hey, I'm not starting to feel comfortable right now. And that's when, you know, I was really like focusing on it. When things started to turn around and the other streams started to pull in some income, uh, it took me probably, it was like three Three, three months of big, you know, much bigger payments than, than the usual. And so it took a couple months. But it was, it, all in all, I think it was uh, accumulating for about a year. You know, the whole process from its start to end was about a year. Yeah. What's I, your experience? Mine is similar, well, similar and different. The debt that I incurred really is because I'm a huge risk taker when it comes to my dreams and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I invested heavily into my production company. I mean, I opened the talent management side of it. I had a production side. I had an op I had two offices. I had employee people in and out of the employees and went into debt. Big time debt, five movies, five feature films later and several commercials making making good money but also you know incurring costs it was just it was bad and part of me thought oh this is business debt not personal debt so it doesn't really matter and then what happened was when i was getting ready to leave la to come to miami there was a, a little life swing in which personally i had to invest some money in some things to take care of some things so when you have business debt then life hits you and you have your personal debt compounded and then i made a move across the country it ended up being like this debt sandwich mm -hmm. so what i did was really and truly based on your experience and the things that you told me that you went through and i remembered you going through it i hunkered down and i said you know i have no more personal debt but the business debt which was just thousands and thousands and thousands <laughs> of dollars i've reduced it by at least 50k over the last year and part of you thinks that's an extra fifty thousand dollars i could have had cash but the reality is if you're in debt the money's not yours they're just taking your money and you're paying interest and it was just killing me so i, I did it and, and i'm almost done uh, with the business debt i have like 2900 bucks left for for business and that's huge going from almost 100 grand 72 to 75 thousand dollars down to two thousand 2,900 bucks. And now my business deals, the movies that I'm making now, oh, actually one that you're going to be in, that we're working on. I feel this will be the first movie that I've made without my company being in debt. And companies are in debt. But I just learned from the company that we partnered with too. There's nothing like being able to have no debt 
and then incur profit. So I'll never do it again. I pay every credit card off in full. I use one card. Yep. I don't care what the balance is at the end of the month. Doesn't matter to me how much I pay it all off. Yep. And it Same good. here. So uh, we got into some deep stuff there. Do you have any uh, nightmares of the week? I don't even know if I had one. I had a really great week. Um, the one nightmare of the week for me has been I'm working on a show right now. And the actors are a little, uh, they're not really focused. So I think the nightmare of the week could be me. The way that I'm dealing with them, I want them to do great. I want them to be on top of their game. And you can't want, you can't make somebody want something for themselves. So my adjustment will be just to replace the people who don't want it with the people who do and not force it. So my nightmare of the week was my perspective. What about you? My nightmare was is probably every day this week just thinking about what's... I'm not a fan of uh, hospitals, clinics, and you know having to go to the hospital or go to the clinic today is just not fun. I, and I've been thinking about it all week. So that's going to the nightmare. barber? <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if I make it to the barber. <laughs> okay now my dream of the week i found my wedding ring i found my wedding ring folks last episode it was missing i told you it wasn't lost it just wasn't in my possession i found it two days later Let's and let me it. tell you that first day i was like ah, it's here let's get hold on bam dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah you got some rocks in yours dang that was something not to lose my dream <laughs> of the week is the Clean for Halloween program, I'm on day eight and really getting the results. I'm down now 6.6 pounds in eight days and 1.8% body fat. Mind you, I haven't had coffee since I started and I haven't gone to the gym either. So this is just the proper intake. Uh, I've maybe played two tennis matches. That's all, like tennis once a week. That's it. Okay. I love it. I'm cleaning the Halloween right now myself. I'm down seven pounds, 7.3 pounds. I'm seeing uh, results. I'm also working out though. I'm lifting weights. I'm not doing cardio except for basketball, but I'm lifting weights, drinking a lot of water. I feel good because I see it. I can start to see it. I see yes. like, wow, it's happening. And I don't need the bread anymore. I don't need the pasta, the rice, the, the chips. I'm like, I'm good. Oh, yeah. We're doing it clean till Halloween. It's still going on, folks. Uh, Power Nap Nation, see you next week. Power Nappers, we out!